The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. There are lots of lousy businesses, and there's lots of wonderful businesses. It's the art and science of money. My job has been to try and figure out which is which. It's Hi-Fi Radio from the Global News Radio studios in Toronto with Hi-Fi Portfolio Managers. Here's Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle. Well, good morning. How are you? We're going to help you get your day set up. We're going to talk about money. Oh, yes. You're going to spend some today. Uh, so we're going to, uh, of course, help you with that Uh Indeed, we are. Yeah, Saturday morning. My good friends, I want you to get a cup of coffee. Uh, you're alive. You're healthy. Uh, no uh, coronavirus in your household. I can assure you of that. And so we got something to be set before. And the markets went on sale this week. Oh, what a painful, painful week it was indeed. Uh, and, you know, when you have a market cascading, uh, you know, so often we lose perspective on a whole lot of things. Uh, specifically what matters. Um, you know, uh, coronavirus will come, coronavirus will grow, and will grow. Oh, no, go. Excuse me. Uh, faux pas. No, maybe it will grow. We don't know. Uh, but it will end. Uh, I do believe that. Uh, we're all doomed anyways if it doesn't end. Uh, but trust me, it will end. Uh, SARS ended. What was the other one? So H1N1? There's H1N1, yep. Yeah. Well. Um, what was the other one? A couple more there, Jack. Um, H1N1 almost uh, canceled my honeymoon, Wolf. It was down in Mexico. That was So it started, I think, in China and then moved its way to Mexico. And at the time, I said to Kate, it was right at the end of it. I said, should we do it, go on our honeymoon? She said, yeah, let's go. I think everything's fine. And we ended up having an amazing honeymoon because the resort was empty. It was right at the end of the H1N1 virus. Had you not going on that, gone on that honeymoon, everything in your life would be completely different, specifically your three children. Yeah, potentially. Potentially. Yeah, you, you would have you know, conceived on a different day, different time. Probably different outcome. That's what does happen when people fear things, uh, especially in the markets. They become self-fulfilling, so they change your, their day-to-day habits and behaviors for fear of the unknown, and you see that in the markets. Well, uh, which again takes me back to reality, because uh, some people will change their habits uh, when a market sells off. But I'm going to say something that matters even more is homelessness. They won't change their habits when the market sells off. They don't have a clue that the markets have sold off because their concern is one and one only. That is survival. Um, I'm pivoting to a very, very global concern that uh, I have and I think a lot of us has, and that is homelessness. Homelessness is something that is uh, prolific internationally. Big modern cities are seeing more and more of it. I'm going to blame low interest rates. Uh, uh, as a, And low interest rates were coming out of the financial crises to re-stimulate the economy. But with low interest rates, everything went higher. Stocks, bonds, uh, gold, um, and of course, uh, real estate. Uh, homelessness is a real problem. Um, it's a problem that can affect, uh, that does affect each and every one of us, I strongly believe. Uh, and as such, I'm a big supporter of Covenant House, as you all know. And uh, you, my friends at home, have helped me uh, support Covenant House. Last year, we collectively raised uh, thirty, what $35,000 draft for Covenant House uh, to help some of those homeless children uh, find a warm bed, find some food, um, and... Uh, perhaps uh, correct their ways and, 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 and get a new footing, shall I say, in life. Um, but, you know, I've always wondered, uh, you know, there's so many great causes here in Toronto uh, and so many great supportive um, organizations here in Toronto. And uh, last week, um, grassroots kind of guy that I am, uh, walking around, keep my eyes open, uh, I saw a display uh, for Time for Change, um, and uh, it was an event that was held 
by an organization called um, Youth Without a Shelter. So I stopped and I spoke and got some information. I said, folks, I want to bring you on the radio because I think you're doing some good work uh, and uh, we, we need more good organizations like this. So I want to welcome Steve Doherty, uh, the Executive Director for Youth Without Shelter, uh, to Hi-Fi Radio this morning. Thank you very kindly for joining us. Oh, terrific. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So again, uh, the market goes up, the market goes down, people get self uh, uh, focus on themselves, yet the real problems do not go away. Uh, homelessness is painful to see. I couldn't imagine being homeless. Uh, I slept on the street twice for a night uh, in support of Covenant House. Um, and, but to see youth on the street hurts me even more. So I, I can't thank you enough on the uh, the onset uh, for the work that you're doing uh, with Youth Without Shelter. So please, get a quick history on uh, the, uh, the organization, uh, what the cause is, and how people can help. Absolutely. So we're a 53-bed uh, co-ed shelter for youth. So in Toronto, that's 16 to 24 years of age. Uh, we're located up in uh, North Etobicoke. And uh, we've been in, in existence now. We're going into our 34th year. Um, every year, we're touching the lives of uh, almost 1,000 young people in the city of Toronto. Um, and now, the wider GTHA, we're seeing homelessness spread out into the suburbs. We're seeing more and more of it. And unfortunately, there's a congregation that where people tend to gravitate towards the city of Toronto. Um, one of the things that we're dealing with every year is uh, seeing people younger and younger. So one in five homeless people in this country are under the age of 25, which is really heartbreaking. It is. Um, it, it, it's, it's a terrible situation. We're getting people as young as 14 and 15 looking for services, right? So uh, nationally, it's an issue. Uh, I think in Toronto, you're looking at anywhere between 1,500 and 2,000 young people every night don't have a place to call home. Um, we've been helping to uh, work with that since 1986. Uh, started originally by a group of teachers and guidance counselors in the North Etobicoke area realized there was a problem with homelessness. We're, we were a grassroots organization. We started very small, and now again, we're up to 53 uh, beds, 33 on our emergency side, and 20 in our stay-in-school program. Absolutely incredible uh, program. But uh, we've got to do more, and um, I, it's opportunities like this for us to get out uh, the word on how people can be helpful that we really appreciate. Uh, you're listening to Hi-Fi Radio. It's a global news radio network, 640 in Toronto. It's a show about money. We weave in some music, and we speak about some real causes uh, that you can help. And guess what? Uh, Youth Without Shelter, Steve Doherty is here. You know how we can help? Money. That's what the show is all about. More of it right after this. Money. Let's take a break. But after, Wolf and Jack will continue their in-depth discussion about money. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. It is a show about money, my good friends, and uh, with uh, with wealth comes responsibility. And uh, we are all wealthy here in Canada just by living here. Uh, we are wealthy, but uh, you know, beautiful people sometimes fall through the cracks and end up in awkward situations that become very uh, dire and dangerous uh, situations. I'm speaking about homelessness, uh, so I'm encouraging each and every one of you to give a little bit. Um, all year long, not just at Christmas. And uh, there's a lot of good cause out there. Uh, right now, we are speaking with Steve Doherty. He is with an organization called Youth Without Shelter. Uh, they've been campaigning uh, downtown in the core, uh, handing out leaflets, trying to uh, pick up some change to help youth between the ages of, what, 16 to 24, Steve? That's correct, yes. Yeah. So uh, the history of this uh, organization, um, Youth Without Shelter, uh, if, I, if I read correctly, goes back to giving children... A, a token so they can go so homeless children give them a token so they can go to school i've heard of homeless children 
going to school, studying with peers, and going back on the street for a night and doing it over again. I can't imagine. No, and you know what? I think a lot of people can't imagine, but it's a, it's the unfortunate reality for so many young people across the city. We've had stories people talk about, I had to make a choice. Could I afford TTC to school and back, or do I eat today? And those are impossible choices for young people to make. When the 10 years ago, when Tokens for Change was first conceptualized, before Time for Change, it was about collecting tokens so that we could help offset the cost of transit. We don't get funding. Uh, for uh, for transit. So how do we help that? And Torontonians are fabulous. They're really generous people. Um, and so we reached out and we're there with cups in our hands and we're throughout the pass system and the subway system uh, once a year. And that's how we actually funded um, our, our transit costs. Uh, since then, of course, it's changed, became time for change, you know, where tokens are on their way out and, um, you know, things are getting a little more cashless right now. So uh, not only are we doing that, but you can also text the word change to 45678 to donate $10. Until the end of March, you can still donate to time for change. We've got to help people get down the barriers. Uh, and transit to, costs we, are one. Uh, Steve Doherty uh, from Youth Without Shelter. I want to go through that one again. Um, to texting by change. Uh, how does that work? Well, we've got to, we have a, a phone number, 45678. If you text the word change to that phone number, you can donate $10 uh, to the Time for Change campaign. Uh, is an automatic 10 or get to, can, you, can I donate five that way? Uh, it's an automatic 10. It's an automatic you, 10. It, gets, yeah. it goes to your phone bill? It does. It goes right through. It's easy. It's seamless to do. And it goes right towards the Time for Change campaign. That's, uh, that, that's absolutely brilliant. Um, so 50 to 60 beds. Um, what is the annual budget uh, to keep your doors open? How much money do you need? And, well, where, and where do you get it from? Right. So each year we get uh, just under 46% of our funding comes from the city of Toronto. And there's a breakdown with that from the provincial and some federal money and city money as well. Uh, another three, three and a half percent comes to the United Way of Greater Toronto. And the rest, so half of our funding every year, we get through donations, we get through partnerships that we have with corporations and individuals. Which corporations? Let's give them some plugs. Oh, we've got some great ones. Home Depot. Gotta have a shout out to Home Depot. They're amazing. We needed a kitchen renovation. We needed a new walk-in fridge and freezer. Home Depot stepped up with the Orange Door campaign. They put their money where their mouth is. They walk the walk every day. They've been wonderful partners of ours. Stock's doing well, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've we've got UPS that's helping us out. Hewlett Packard, uh, HP helps us out as well. Um, Avison Young, uh, Concert Properties. We've got a lot of really great corporate partners. We we simply can't do it without their help. And I don't want to start naming too many because I don't forget properties, some. They're they're a developer, aren't they? They are a developer, and their their specialization is rental units, affordable rental units. So they're based out of Vancouver and with their offices here in Toronto. They are targeting the rental capacity increase that we need in Toronto. Big time. It just really goes to show you, Wolf, and you mentioned Home Depot there, which is a a Dow component. Some of the greatest companies obviously do a lot of philanthropic work uh, and they do a lot of good for society as well. So they're taking, they're very profitable companies and because they have those profits, they can spread the wealth around and donate to very worthy causes like yours, Steve. Good point, Jack. Um, We have Steve Doherty in the studio. He's the executive director with Youth Without Shelter. The name makes me cry. I have to say it does. Um, Steve, so let's go back to, uh, what is the spend of Youth Without Shelter? How much do you spend each and every year taking care of, what, touching the lives of a thousand people? Yeah, so our shelter operating budget each year, um, we're looking at probably 2.4 to 2.6 million dollars. So we're having to fundraise in excess of one million dollars every single year to keep our doors open. We need to expand. We need to expand our services. So that number is going to grow. Um, and every year we, 
we can't do it without the generosity of, of uh, Torontonians. So, Steve, you talk about the stay, the stay in stu- school program that you have uh, for the students. Um, how long do they participate in that program, and how long would they stay in your shelter, I guess, while they're participating? How, do, how does it work? Uh, okay, great question. So one of the things is, again, 16 to 24 years of age, you can be going to high school, college, or university as long as you're attending and keeping a minimum uh, grade average of 60. Uh, which everyone exceeds. We've got uh, some incredible young people there. We give you all the resources you need, the technology that you need, everything from the pens and paper to the printer supplies, and a place to be in a safe, stable environment. Right now, um, we did a we did an assessment of eight years, and we looked at an eighty two percent graduation rate. It's amazing. The, yeah, the national dropout rate for uh, high school students is less than 9%, yet amongst the homeless population, it's in excess of 54%. So you can see there's this need for stability increases the opportunities to graduate, be job ready, and to be a contributor and be successful. Right, and, and you look at that, Wolf. People that are on the street, the best way to get them off the street is to educate people. It's, it's, a, big, it's a big topic. It's a big problem. we got to keep working on it and keep championing for these people. Um, Steve Doherty, great job. Great, great work, man. Seriously. Uh, it brings a tear to my eye. Uh, tough, tough work what you guys do. It's good work. God bless you for it. Thank you. Uh, Youth Without Shelter, please support the cause. Um, you want to make it easy? Text. Uh, don't text your friend. Text them. 45678 uh, is the code to make a $10 donation. Uh, it'll visit your phone, but you won't even know you did it. Uh, RSP season deadline, of course, is Monday, my good friends. So when you put money to aside for your retirement, maybe make a little a donation to the charity of your choice. Uh, homelessness, youth, you can't go wrong. Uh, it's a recipe for success. Thank you very kindly, Steve. Uh, more of the show, Hi-Fi Radio, show about money uh, in the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Jack Hartle in the studio, as always. Wolfgang Klein, the hostess, well, with the mostess. More of it right after this. Don't go anywhere. There's more great show after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Because your friends don't all right, you know what that means? That means it's Martin Robert's time. Our chief investment strategist from Montreal, he always gets the safety dance. And boy, do we need safety dance more now than ever. The markets have cascaded. I was out skiing at the Tremblant, and Tremblant. I love that place. I do, especially when it's not minus 50, which is a common temperature there. So you have to. Look forward like the market. Uh, use the weather app and find out when it's going to be mild. And then you go to Montreal. You have a wonderful time, as I did with my three children. Pulled them out of school. A uh, little low season just after President's Day. And uh, it was great. And the market was cascading. And, you know, I was watching the data. I said, you know, overdue, long overdue. I think uh, overreacting, uh, you know, sell at any price, nonsense. You don't make money selling crises. You 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 do nothing or you buy crises throughout time. And uh, in aggregate, you're going to do very, very well. But the coronavirus is a, well, it, it, it's new um, and it's gripping the market. So my, we have to bring our chief investment strategist on, Mr. Martin Roberge. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, is it time to play it safe or is it time to play offense or buy some popcorn and just watch a movie, Martin? Yeah, I think it's still, uh, there are way too many clouds in the near term uh, to uh, put money to work. Uh, we have to remember that while we don't know about the negative impact of, of the coronavirus on, on growth, we know that um, this is like a, a, a demand shock and, and a supply shock 
to the economy. And this is something we haven't seen yet in this business cycle. If we look back at the uh, the corrections in 2018, we had two, and those were uh, shocks like what we call like rate shocks. Uh, while those that we've seen earlier in this business cycle, uh, 2011-12 and 2015-16, those were growth shocks, pretty much similar to uh, to what we're having right now. But uh, as I said, like this time around, what's different from previous uh, growth shocks is that we have a supply issue. Now, that's a very, very interesting point you're making about supply. Now, I, I could argue there was a supply issue when the trade war was taking place. But let me just back up if I may, because I want to set the narrative for what Jack and I are thinking, Martin. And then you, you, you challenge us or tell us where you think we're on track, where we're off track. What we yeah. think is the following. Um, the market, of course, is overreacting. The, this may affect GDP by 1.5%. Maybe it cuts GDP in half. Maybe it takes GDP to zero. But the markets are already taking itself down well over 10%. Some names are down 25, 30%, some tech stocks, pure ahead of themselves. But what I see is as follows. This market has been running hard and fast since January of 19, did not stop and look back, went straight higher right into uh, middle of February of 2020, making new all-time highs day in, day out. I've been talking about the radio day in, day out. At some point, it was looking for an excuse to sell off. And so the coronavirus escalated. The Chinese didn't do perhaps a good enough job. Yada, yada, this market pulls back. Here's my take. The, the economic cycle, which is the longest in history, and Jack agrees with me, we're on the same page here, longest economic cycle in history has now just been extended. There's going to be a fiscal response and monetary response as well. What I mean by that is the U.S. Central Bank may cut interest rates. Jack was actually mentioning that to me offer umpteen times of the chance of this happening. He's been talking about it for a couple of months now. Well, now it's actually but, priced in that they may cut three times. That's what the bond market is times. pricing wow. in. Yeah, it's amazing. So we're going to get three, perhaps three rate cuts. And then you got a fiscal response, which means governments are going to spend money, not just cleaning up and wiping off countertops, but uh, a fiscal response to help uh, reignite the economic cycle. So I see longer cycle. I, I hate when markets go too parabolic and then they turn off the music and we all get our heads handed to us. So I think this environment's actually okay to put some money to work. But I, must, I want to defer to you for a second, Martin. So challenge that uh, thesis. Are we right, wrong, or halfway? Yeah, well, I think we're at about like probably halfway. Like rate cuts won't do anything to solve a supply issue. Like it's 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 gonna it's not gonna like uh, uh, prompt uh, Chinese manufacturing hubs, Japanese manufacturing hubs, South Korea hubs to to you know to restart and uh, and start like sending goods to uh, to uh, to the U.S. so that companies can assemble those goods and and resend them in global uh, export markets. So the rate cuts won't do anything. And quite frankly, when you look at where interest rates are right now short term and, and long term, like they are already extremely accommodative, like they are actually negative. Real rates are negative in at the short end of the of the curve and yeah. and the long end of the curve. So quite frankly, like rates are stimulative enough for for the economy to you know to, to be able to walk on it on its feet. Yeah. The the issue is more uh, one related to a fiscal response. So the good thing, if there's a silver lining behind this uh, coronavirus care, is that it might prompt 
the um, United Nations, not the United, the EU, well, Europe, to finally uh, open its uh, its purse yep. and, uh, and 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 provide a fiscal boost to the economy because, as you know, uh, Germany is highly exposed to uh, to Asia, where where we have the epicenter of this uh, of this virus. So so this is this is a this is a case where it's not the Fed. Like it's not the ECB, it's not the Bank of Japan. It's it's Mr. Trump. It's uh, it's the uh, it's the uh, EU. It's Germany. You need a fiscal response, a global effort or a global response to protect growth. And this is something that could probably stabilize things uh, on a on a go forward basis. Because as as you mentioned, uh, this this uh, this. Uh, uh, the impact of the virus will will start to fade away when we 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 get warmer warmer temperature in, in in spring right so so the, the 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 other thing to remember is that as you rightly said this market in in february was had become like overbought and overvalued and and overcrowded yep Spec- Spec positions were extremely long the market, yep. and now we're unwinding some of the excess. This, uh, the yeah, excess. So, so it's healthy, it's good. Yep. Hey, you're listening to Hi Fi Radio. We got Martin Robertjean. He's our chief investment strategist, very smart man. He thinks globally, uh, so it's big picture thinking as we're dealing with a global pandemic right here right now rattling international markets uh, a steady hand is what we need uh, some some common sense good sage wisdom is what it's all about it's hi-fi radio on the global news radio network 640 in toronto i am wolfgang klein jack hartle in for the cause and Martin Robert live from montreal on the line more of it right after this money. listen we're gonna take a break but when we come back money. more money talk you're listening to hi-fi radio from global news radio 640 toronto Good morning. It is Hi-Fi Radio on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. I am Wolfgang Klein, your host. It's a show for you because, my good friends, I know each and every day you need money, you want money, you think about it. So uh, let's be productive with it. Uh, No panicking, my good friends. We've got a bit of a pandemic going on here, a little more than a bit of one. Uh, It's real, it's happening, and it's rattling markets. But uh, it's RSP season. Forget about the markets. My friends, put money in the RSP, max out your RSP. Uh, your biggest enemy to your money, unfortunately, is the government. Uh, they take a lot of it. Uh, if you want to defer that, which is very, very smart, you should defer it. You put into an RSP uh, and the market's on sale. Uh, you'll be very happy you did. Uh, time forward. Um, tomorrow, I don't know. Next month, I don't know. And it doesn't matter. You don't need the money. Uh, you don't need the, your, your, your retirement savings until you retire. And there you only need a portion of it. Uh, hopefully a portion of it. If you need all of it in your first year, you're in trouble. Uh, yes, you don't begin your financial plan when you retire. You begin your financial plan when you begin to work and you work with a professional all the way through. Pro like Jack and I who have access to smarter guys. And one guy named is Martin Robert. He is our chief. I want to say Martin. I have to say Martin Robert because he's French-Canadian. And I just came back from La Belle Provence where the best food in the country lies is in Quebec. I must say it is. Martin, you're very lucky, man. Martin, you're, you're like me. You're quite slim. And yet you eat all that wonderful French food. You are blessed, my good friend. Thank you. No, you're not getting excited. Food doesn't excite you. What's that? Doesn't food excite you? 
Yeah, but you know, I, 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 you know, or, or has, I, have you lost your appetite I, with the markets going down, Martin? No, no, no not at all. <laughs> it's just that I, I'm, I'm trying to lose a couple of pounds uh, uh, right now. Come on, so some I, more creme brulee. You can put well, it on. No, I no, love no, the creme no, brulee. Nothing sweet uh, right now, except for, Why? for wine. Except for wine, but uh, no, I'm trying to lose weight. I've got a badminton tournament in uh, in two weeks from now, so I want to be fit for that uh, tournament. That's a fun game. Uh, I'll tell you, my kids had a great time at Tremblant, and uh, the the terrain parks that they now build on ski resorts are, are mind-boggling. Some beautiful jumps. Back when I was skiing as a little boy, they wouldn't allow you to do jumps because you could hurt yourself. But they realize actually that sport is quite safe if you set the jumps up right and you have a good landing. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because all about the landing it's, and then the speed, the speed, the, the the jump, and the landing. You need those three things put together. And it's funny because I say three things, Jack, and so many things in life evolve around a concept of three. I'm a big believer in three. And when it comes to money, three things that matter the most, cash, stock, bond. How much of each? Cash, stock, bond. Uh, how, how about, how about uh, work, uh, save, and invest? I, well, it's another three. It's a great three. Uh, and right now we have Jack Hartle, Wolfgang Klein, and Martin Robert on the uh, radio, uh, Hi-Fi Radio, of course, on Global News Radio Network. Uh, so, Martin, tell me, uh, my good friend, uh, as we look forward. Yes, the weather is going to improve. And coronavirus is going to dissipate. Uh, tell me something. How do you think the economic impact is going to be in terms of net earnings? Because you speak about the supply restrictions, a very interesting problem we have not had beyond global trade with China in this trade dispute. We haven't spoken about supply as much as we always speak about demand. Um, so it's a very interesting concept. But uh, how do you think this is going to play out? The virus is going to well, dissipate and then the economy is going to get better. Give us a timeline to work with. Yeah, the uh, the, the knockdown is about 0.5% so far to global growth. So we are basically back to where we, we were last year, where what we had in terms of global growth uh, uh, in 2019, which was about 3%. So, so uh, the market is basically telling us, or the economists are telling us that we're probably going to grow like we did last year. So that means that also the market will be wiping out the earnings growth, and that's that's going to be the challenge for 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 advisors because going forward. And I, I do believe that this this market will come back, but it it could be like a much narrower market than what we've seen in this business cycle so far, where like almost every sectors uh, had at, at their uh, had a bull market. So I, I believe that because it's been, it's going to be now two years in a row without much uh, earnings growth, and the, and and I believe that the the investors will re- reward those companies that will will be able to grow in a slow growth uh, environment and I, uh, I i i i'm pledging and i'm recommending investors to stick to uh to those large cap companies uh that are able to grow their business in a recurrent way for their revenues or their earnings because like the smaller mid cap companies may probably continue to uh, to lag the uh the uh the market as they have uh uh, very um, um, a little uh, global exposure to uh, to areas where uh, economic growth is 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 above average, and uh, and also don't forget that the smaller mid cap company 
companies don't provide this uh, backstop to investors in the form of share buybacks. So share buybacks represent a powerful force behind this bull market, and large cap companies are, are doing most of the buybacks, and those buybacks are mostly related into the growth areas of the market. So I would say that uh, the next time up should uh, probably reward more like the large cap growth uh, versus the... So uh, you're talking about Microsoft, you're talking Amazon, you're talking Google, you're talking Apple. A lot of those um, large cap companies have the supply chain issues that uh, mm-hmm. that Martin is talking about because they have direct exposure in mm-hmm. China. Especially Apple. The one thing that I would say though, if it's a supply issue that they have, there's going to be pent up demand too. So the, the U.S. Right. consumer is very strong. Interest rates are very low. U.S. housing looks good. Yeah, jobs are amazing down in the U.S. Yep. So uh, in terms of supply response, I, I get that. There's going to be problems there, but I do think there's pent-up demand. And I think when they, you get the stimulus and they do get the market going again and the economy going again, I think it could be more extreme than people actually realize and positive. Well, and okay. the good news is Donald Trump came and assured the nation yesterday that he's under control, that Donald figured it all out, that Donald was ahead of the curve, that Donald put preventative measures in place, and that Donald's got the finest people working with him. So it's all good. Well, he's going to do something. Don't forget that he, he and the one thing that he could do is to fast track the tax cut uh, to the middle class that he uh, he announced uh, about a month ago. So this is something he could do. Like when it comes to uh, hoping for a, a fiscal response from uh, from uh, government author- authorities, this is this is this is one example. Uh, we could see a, something similar yep. in, in like Canada. Executive power. Well. Yeah, no doubt. The Europeans are going to be challenged on that fiscal one. That's, what, again, Jack and I spoke about that. The, the Chinese can can move uh, with, with the stroke of a pen. America can as well. The Europeans, with all those countries and with the restriction on running deficits, that is going to be difficult for them to overcome. Maybe Brexit, maybe the coronavirus will be enough of a incentive yep. for them to uh, fix their, uh, I think, their, their, their own um, self-inflicted hamstring, uh, I shall say, or Achilles heel, I should say, because uh, that's really is Achilles, their Achilles tendon, isn't it? Uh, their, their, in, their inability to spend money. Uh, you know, well, they, have, they have a fear of inflation because the, the, the Germans, as you know, obviously after the, the First World War, uh, had massive amounts of inflation and led them to, into the, the Great Depression following the Second World War. So it was, they, uh, you're right. yeah, so that... That fear still yeah. um, causes them problems. Yeah, yeah, but we have to remember that uh, the European economy is extremely sensitive to oil prices, and inflation is very sensitive. Like uh, the German inflation or European inflation is very sensitive to oil, and as uh, as we're seeing now, like oil is down thirty percent from its uh, recent peak. So I I think we're not going to see any inflation jitters in in Europe for 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 the balance of the year, which again will provide the uh, opportunity for the government to uh, probably announce something to uh, protect uh, economic growth. Fair enough. Uh, Martin Roberge, Chief Investment Strategist with Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management. Always a pleasure uh, to have you on the show. I thank you very kindly uh, for your input. Uh, you are listening to Hi-Fi Radio. It's a show about money. I am Wolfgang Klein. You can always reach me if you have any questions. WolfgangKlein.com. No question too small. Certainly no question too big for Jack or I. More show right after this. Making money is the best. So how do you make more money? Come on back after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the show. It is Hi-Fi Radio. 
on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Your host, Wolfgang Klein, Jack Hartle, co-host, partner in success. That's your success, my good friends. Yes, unfortunately, we often do measure it in dollars and cents. And, well, it's important. Uh, rents are expensive. The world is expensive. The city's expensive. You need a leg up. And I hope you're not one of those marginalized people, um, for it is a dangerous world out there if you are. And that's where uh, good causes uh, are there to hopefully support and pick you up. Um, if you're not marginalized and, uh, you know, thinking about the RSP contribution, uh, the deadline is Monday. I strongly encourage each and every one of you to make your speed contribution so long as you have earned income and are going to receive a reasonable um, a tax refund but good golly here in Toronto um, you know even if you earn sixty thousand dollars seventy thousand dollars which is a lot of money but by no means are you rich uh, you're paying thirty percent in tax so let's just say you, you make seventy thousand dollars and if you were to make a ten thousand dollar investment you don't buy an RSP by the way I hate when people say I want to buy an RSP you don't buy them you don't buy RSP. and you don't donate to an RSP you don't donate you don't and you don't you're, not, you're not giving the money to Jack you're not giving the money to me it's all these common things that uh, this inside talk Jack and I are doing here but uh, it's fun anyways I know you are going to uh, put money into your RSP and you are going to invest it or you're going to buy some good quality hopefully businesses uh, you know again Martin Roberts was just on the line and he said think about large cap companies and he's speaking about the likes of the Googles and the Amazons the Costco's the Syntas the UPS's and you go down the list of quality blue chip stocks in times of crisis when they put them on sale uh, in five, 10 years, they will probably be worth a lot more money. I'll be very pleased you did so. So, yes, you must max out the RRSP. Please always think about charity. There's so many causes out there. Uh, anything and everything can help. There's a lot of causes. And, you know, the better society, the better we all are. And uh, it's our responsibility, I believe, as well to give. Uh, but you have to manage your spending. And that, that, that is such a difficult thing to do uh, is manage your spending. Because if you manage your spending, you have some money left over that you can then invest inside your RSP, inside your children's education fund, which is also very, very important to do. Hey, eh, Jack, is the RESPs. Yeah, healthy habits. And you talk about uh, saving for kids' education and uh, teaching your kids, I think, and, and you're on uh, this mantra, Wolf, and how, just how important it is to teach your kids healthy habits, healthy financial habits. And, you know, uh, leading by example, as a parent, you save for your kids' education, save in your RSP, reduce your tax bill, Get that government's money, which is your money. You're going to pay it. It's your money, all right. You You pay it to them later. Don't pay it to them now. Um, Get that money working for you. And over a 30-year time horizon, if you can save 30% in tax today, get that money working for you compounding, you get multiple doubles out of that before you actually have to pay the tax man. You know, I I have to scratch my head because, you know, the the world of instantaneous, the world of technology, um, we have a lot of power now at our fingertips, but I I don't believe a lot of us should use a lot of that power at our fingertips. Uh, Again, how often Jack and I come across very intelligent people who who, who show us the lay of their their, their assets and they have their tax-free savings account maxed out, they have a very small RSP, they make a very good living, say over $100,000, and they still haven't maxed out their RSP because they don't believe in buying RSPs. And I scratch my head and say, good golly, how many times do we have to go over this mathematics? It's, it's pure math what I'm talking about here. Um, pure math. If you make 70000 and if you put then 10000 into an RSP, uh, and if you do that on Monday, uh, in, in a matter of two months, 
you're going to get yourself a refund of approximately 30%. So now you have another 3,000. You have 10,000 in the RSP where you bought some very good investments, U.S. banks, U.S. technology, some of the few Canadian darlings. There's not many, but there's a few Canadian darlings out there. You could buy perhaps you buy a railway stock. If you want to be gutsy, you buy an airline stock uh, here in Canada. We have one to choose from. Uh, we actually sort of got two. Jack and I actually just bought some more jazz. Um, uh, jazz. It's chorus. Yeah. Jazz, it's uh, a former chorus, chorus aviation. Yep. Yes. I always forget to get that name. I'm uh, antiquated. I still call it the sky. Don't after all. <laughs> but what, what we're talking about right now is optimizing a dollar, reducing taxes, uh, deferring taxes, call it what you like, but also buying productive assets. But let me actually, before Jack, before you care, because I agree with you, let me let me go, go through the RSP one. So 10 grand at the RSP, you get a $3,000 refund. Now you got 13. If you don't put the 10 into the RSP, you're left with 10. How long is that going to take you to turn into 13? Let's say it takes you three years, whereas a 13 has moved forward as well. The, again, the delta between 10 and 13, Jack, over a 30-year period ends up being a lot of money. Very uh, significant. And, and if, if you do it every single year, it, it, it compounds even layup. more. You can't go wrong. The only person I would think who shouldn't look at RSP um, investing would be a business owner who has um, a, a corporate account where they're able to um, manage their tax bill that way. Sorry, Jack, over Yeah, here. I know. And some individuals with government pensions define benefit plans too. Sometimes you don't have the room for RSP, but the government is doing that for you. So in most cases, it makes a lot of sense to defer tax. But say so you, look, you, you look at civil servants, for example, police officers. Um, firemen, um, they all have pensions, but they also have room in RSPs, yep. and and they're making between what sixty to one hundred thousand dollars, sixty to one hundred twenty thousand. Yeah, um, and and even for those civil servants, they, they, they can use still, it. I would say they can use it as absolutely. a tool if they want to save for their first house. If they're a young individual, you can also do the lifelong learning too. So uh, an RSP is not just for retirement. Uh, it gives you lots of flexibility, and people really don't realize how much flexibility you have when you defer that dollar, get it working for you, and potentially saving for a house, lifelong learning, or retirement. Correct. Uh, you are listening to Hi-Fi Radio. It's a show about money. It's the RSP deadline chat. Uh, and we can never forget about charity. I cannot stock up, stop talking about the importance of giving back. Even a little bit. It'll make you feel good and it'll do a whole lot more for that person that you're helping. So please, uh, think with your heart. Uh, I'm Wolfgang Klein. Uh, Hi-Fi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. More show right after this. Stay with us. There's more shows still to come. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Clap for the Wolfman. He gon' reach your record high. Clap for the Wolfman. You gon' dig him till the day you die. Welcome back to the show. It's Hi-Fi Radio. On the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Yes, the Wolfman, Wolfman Jack. Amazing, eh? Here we are. Jack Hurdle, Wolfgang Klein, and little Burton Cummins to help us along. I, I just caught that um, Burton Cummins and um, Randy Bachman are going to be touring, playing both, oh, yeah? both yep, the genres of music. Uh, Maybe they'll go back up to the key. Used to, used to be up there back in the day. You know, it's funny. The Key to Bala is an iconic venue in Ontario. Uh, when I went out to uh, Quebec, um, Grey Rocks uh, was an oh, iconic yeah. room. It was, a, it was an iconic venue. Small little ski hill where the uh, Uber wealthy would hang out and drink and perhaps ski a run or two. Um, they abandoned the hill uh, due to demand. Um, and then uh, the abandoned building uh, took in water, began to decay, and then someone torched it. 
and oh. massive amount of smoke, apparently. Uh, yes, I learned that as I was in Quebec. Let's go back to iconic brands and iconic bands, because uh, I, I like to, at the end of the day, own iconic stocks. Um, but uh, to, to, to see the Rolling Stones continue to tour, to see uh, Randy Bachman uh, continue to tour, um, I believe they all are uh, very, very wealthy individuals. Uh, obviously, international artists, more successful than Canadian artists, but the guess who did just fine. Um, and they continue to pick up some royalty streams, as we learned with our little chat last week with Chris Sysom. Uh, but they do it for the ikigai at all. Eh? The reason, get out of bed and do something you like, and you'll continue to do it. And again, really, uh, I believe a successful career is about doing something you like, so that when you wake up in the morning, you have ikigai and you want to do it. And the money is just a simple byproduct to it all. All of our successful clients tend to be of that mindset. But look, we can't all be that fortunate um, where we get to do a job that we like. A lot of us have jobs that we don't like. I've done jobs that I haven't liked in the past, and you have to, unfortunately, do them to deal with the the chores at hand, so to speak. But optimizing a dollar, um, not making mistakes, all the more reasons to work with a pro. Again, Jack, you made a very, very good point with respect to the coronavirus and working with a pro to avoid the mistakes that people can make. Yeah, a lot of the times I think people see, they read the headlines, they, they get scared, and then they make the wrong decision. So I think when you work with a professional, when you work with an advisor, as opposed to working with Robo, it gives you someone... We have clients calling us right now. We talk to talk to them about the process, talk to them about saving on tax, talk to them about their long-term goals. Uh, their RSP is not invested for tomorrow. It's for, invested for the next 30 years. So a lot of the businesses that we own, uh, we expect to do very well over that period of time. And the ones that we don't, then we're going to replace them with good businesses. So healthy habits, working hard, those are the important things and save some tax along the way. I would say, Jack, once a year, we get a series of calls on the same topic. Um, uh, and it's once we get four, five, six, seven of those calls, we know that the story is about to turn the other way. We got a lot of calls around marijuana uh, in 2018 that was going gaga. Right. And of course, we steered people away. In 19, it absolutely imploded. Uh, we had a number of calls as the market was correcting in 2018. We held hands. People stayed long. They were very happy. We're up at 24%, Jack, in right. 2019. We had a great run. Um, so, Handholding and 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 and, and sitting down, saying, like, "Let's just look at the big picture for a second. And is this an opportunity? And usually, when we have that conversation with clients, they they feel so relieved that someone is taking care of them. Always think about their 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 net well, uh, their, their net worth, their wealth, and their well being, and and giving them logical advice as opposed to emotional advice. And I repeat, when you have a bad story, it gets um it gets punctuated, it gets emphasized, it gets italicized um, by the media, where they when when it's a bad story, they bring out what's called the perma bears and make the bad story seem worse. But the market already knows that. The market has already priced everything they're telling us and then some because the market is doing a pretty good job of looking forward. So that's where the media can misdirect you. It can tell you the wrong thing or get your emotions to force you to do something you, you know you shouldn't do. Warren Buffett's best line that I picked up from these Warren Buffett quotes, Jack, is every crisis is an investor's um, opportunity. That's true, and we just well, we just had Martin Roberge uh, on the uh, on the previous segment with us, and he was talking about. Uh, we said that you know things will get better over time, and but he said there's clouds out there right now, so he's basically saying that we're a bit early, and that's true. But the fact is that uh, once the clouds are gone over the market, so once the coronavirus, there's a things are getting better or maybe less worse, the market will already pick that up and start to move in the other direction. And people that are there, people are always waiting for the next correction. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy on the next correction, but when it happens, they so don't buy. It's, a, it's a very believable story. Yeah. So they say it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse, and it probably does before it gets better. But once the clouds are gone. 
the markets will be higher. And we saw that multiple times, multiple crises over time. So again, if you're, um, you know, not, if you have blind spots, like we all do, if you find it difficult to make these decisions, um, uh, what's the word we look for? System, what's the word? You want to develop healthy habits and develop systematic savings. Systematic savings. So you don't even think about it. You don't even think about it. So make sure you buy good quality stuff too. So again, I have one of my children on a, on a weekly buying program and I'm matching $100 and $100. So they will buy, they will have purchased this week. They will buy next week. They will buy the week after. And when they buy, when the market's down, they get a little more bang for their buck. We do this in every other aspect of our shopping life. Right. So if something's on sale, we always buy more. But when investments go on sale, we never, we actually want to, people think of selling them, which is the exact opposite. And that's where having a good, steady hand where people are thinking of the big picture and, and, and dealing with the stuff every single day, not just watching the news on television because that is not going to direct you in the right place. Jack and I will on Hi-Fi Radio, the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. I want to wish you a great week and I want to thank you very kindly for tuning in. Um, Youth Without Shelter, uh, a great cause that we uh, introduce you to today. Please, you can always give them a text. Uh, let's, let's, let's make their text ring. 436, excuse me, 45678. Uh, if you text that, uh, 10 bucks from your phone bill will go to Youth Without Shelter. Great cause. Uh, my friends, RSP season, please max out your RSP. Control your spending habits. Save as much as you can. You will be so thankful you did. And you have to learn to invest. And that's where Jack and I come in. You contact us anytime. WolfgangKlein.com. You have an amazing weekend. Thank you. Listening to Hi Fi Radio with Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle, portfolio managers at Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management. For questions about today's show or any money questions you need answered, email Wolf and Jack at WolfgangKlein.com. Hi Fi Radio, for the love of money. We'll see you next week. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.